What is up, designers, and welcome to the Grand Design Podcast. Um, this is obviously, if you read the title, um, part two of the episode with Yash. Um, so I'm not going to spend too uh, too much time on his introductory here. But, um, you know, this episode is, uh, for anybody, no matter where you are in life, it's, it's a very deep episode. You know, um, we cover, you know, some of the smaller, uh, more granular topics within this episode, like uh, funnels and not necessarily funnels in technical terms, but how everything is a funnel. So you might see somebody like uh, maybe on Facebook, on YouTube, and their ads might have Lamborghinis and things like that and, uh, you know, houses and things like that. Um, it's very clickbaity, but how that is uh, a necessary sin a lot of times that you have to go through in order for a funnel to function appropriately. Um, we talk about, you know, some of the things that I've been thinking, the same things that are on my mind, like the three pieces of the mass movement. Now, you probably heard that in other, uh, well, three pieces of the Red Ocean. You probably heard my take on that in other podcasts as we glazed over that uh, a little bit. Uh, but more so than anything, but this episode is important for the reason it, I think is important. What I took away from this entire two-hour session, which this is part two of the two-hour session, so this would be about an hour, is what it means to, to, to really live and experience life. You know, one of the most pivotal questions I think of this episode is just think of your life. I'm 23. He was about, he's, he's 19. He'll be 20 in two months, but at 20, he can't recall in an instant 20 visceral memories that he's had in his life. And I can't recall 23. And I think that's a statement as to how we live and consume life on such a low and dim level every single day. So in this podcast, so, uh, I think he wanted to title it on his side, live or die, you know, because like the Malcolm X quote, you know, a lot of people die at 20 or 28 or whatever they call it. And they're not buried to their 80. Um, I think that's true for a lot of people. A lot of people aren't really consuming and feeling and enjoying and drinking life to the level in which you can. I mean, he goes a lot into that, you know, a story about a young woman at a diner. I tell him my story about the first time I was in Florida and tasted, you know, for lack of better words, real food. Like, uh, it's it's a very powerful episode. And so without further ado, I'm going to let you actually get into that. But just in leaving and closing before I cue the theme music, I do want to say, if you're listening to this podcast, if you enjoy this podcast, help spread this message and promote it to more, you know, more people in the world. Let's make more designers out of these ideas that we have. And the best way that we can do that, which is absolutely free, I want you to share, not not share, I want you to subscribe to this podcast. You got to subscribe to this podcast. So if you're on iTunes, just hit the subscribe button or whatever you, you know, and also rate the podcast. You can rate it anything you want. If you hate the podcast, rate it a one star and leave a little comment when you rate it. Um, because that's the algorithm that iTunes and Spotify and all these different platforms use to boost, you know, my podcast and make it more visible. You know, let's get it in the top 200. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. I appreciate everybody for listening. Uh, subscribe and rate the podcast. And without further ado, um, I'm going to cue the theme music. I appreciate you. How do people like us, the visionaries, the creatives, real people with real ideas, people who don't have mass budgets, platforms, or teams, and people who live in this noisy world dominated by internet gurus, influencers, and big brands, the people attempting to make a dream on our own dollar, how do we get our ideas to pierce through all the noise in not only a massive, but a massively profitable way? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Dallas, and this is Brandon, the podcast about taking the ideas in your head, pushing them out into the world, and 
think I had one before that. Um, really what's been flowing through my mind and we talked about this is the idea of just what does it mean to be, first of all, like I said, yeah, that idea of like, you want to move to mass movements and not, not brands. Brands are the enemy. Brands are trash. They don't do anything for you. And, and the, the vehicle is the salesman more, but just in terms of just speaking a lot of things about mass movements, even just from explaining them and talking about them from my own perspective, a lot of things have come to clarity because you think about things differently when you try to tell the people about them. And so one of the biggest, biggest, biggest things that I've been obsessing over is, you know, Stephen Larson's video of the red ocean and the three personalities of the red ocean, you know, because brands, what they do is they are, they're the personality of a business is what a brand is, you know, but a personality of a business says nothing about where it's positioned. It's just about what it's like, you know? And so a, a brand is like in the, like, it's, it's like a brand is like, uh, it takes a red ocean idea and it puts a little twist on it. Like it, it, it makes it like, it's different in personality, but it's the same exact concept. It's the same exact, it's in the same exact market. It's just a different sector of that market. And what, what, what you want to go through, like a brand is like a personality of a business, but a mass movement is when that personality of the business integrates with the spirit of the audience. And so when you talk bad about someone's favorite brand, it's like, oh, well, they're talking about that brand that I like. When you talk bad about a mass movement, it's like, oh, they're talking about us. You know, yeah. and what, 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 how that relates to the three personalities of the Red Ocean is that a lot of brands, you know, like a brand is just like an attractive character. That's one part of a mass movement. But what a mass movement, how it differs from a brand and how it integrates with the spirit of people is because it targets people. Like there's a red ocean is what I was talking about. There's a bunch of noise and a lot of businesses are just a bunch of noise. But it's a certain people at the top that are special like Tony Robbins. And it seems like they're tuning to the right frequency to pierce the noise and go in people's brains and resonate with them. Like they can hear them throughout all the noise, like this bunch of noise, but you hear this one person it's like, oh my God. And that, that effect happens because they move from brand to mass movement. They move from being in the red market and trying to compete with everybody in the red market to creating a new ocean and targeting the people or personalities that hate that red ocean. You know, you know your exact frequency because you're only targeting one sector of that ocean. And it's such a massive thing because you're not just, hey, I'm the same person, just a different spin on the same idea in the same market. You're a completely separate entity. And you own that space. You're the thought leader of that space. It's Play Bigger is a book about this. You, you've created a new category. It's like, everybody's like, oh, we got the, it's like, this is the difference between, I say this so often, but this is the difference between like brands and mass movements. The brand of a politician is like, okay, well, I'm a Republican or I'm a Democrat. Uh, our logo is the donkey or the elephant, red tie, blue tie. It's boring. But what, how do you, how do you differentiate one Republican from the next or one Democrat from the next. You really don't because those are brands. What, 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 and I'm, I'm, I'm apolitical. Like I don't care about politics, but what Donald Trump did was he created a mass movement. You know, if you look at it, he's the attractive character of the mass movement, um, future-based cause, make America great again. Um, and then you got the last part, the new opportunity. Oh, he's not just a politician because that's the brand. Oh, he's not just this type of politician, this type of politician. He's not in the red ocean. He's in the blue ocean. They're like, Oh, he's someone that's not a politician. He's someone that's outside of the establishment. They're sick of the old opportunity. They're sick of the red ocean. But he represents a blue ocean as in he's not from that place. And he fit, they feel like he's not plugged into that and they can't tell him what to do. Perfect example of this also is like uh, with movies. Martin Scorsese and, and, and uh, 
Quentin Tarantino. Their names are brands in themselves. But Stan Lee has a universe. He has a mass movement. And people go to the movies and they cry. There were like five Marvel movies, even though that Martin Scorsese and all these people might have a better plot, they might have a better product, but no one cares about products. These Marvel movies, they have like five in the top 10 grossing of all time. Because it's a movement. It's not, they're penetrating through that noise of we have the best movie, we have the best movie, brand, 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 and going right into the heads of the people that they want to target in that red ocean. This is a different type of thing. They actually self-identify. Their Marvel movies, they're like animations and they make people cry in the theaters. People cried at the end of Endgame. I didn't go to school. People have reported to me that they cried. Like, where is it? Would you say, oh, that's really good. You know, that's, that's such a big idea. A lot of people, and that's why, why I was talking about the drop shipping businesses that are making millions a year. I really want to salute them. They're doing an excellent job. They're doing such a good job. But the central idea of that business and, and, and that uh, the, the brand of that business is something that's in the red ocean. You're competing in the red ocean. And the only way to really branch out and become undeniable, become a category king, is to make a mass movement of it. And I just, I, I don't know, I think that's just such a, so in, by the way, if, you, if anybody's listening to this, the best way to make a mass movement, and you don't gotta, you don't take my word on, on it, just, you heard of the Bible, right? That's a mass movement. And by the way, that's not a book, that's a sales memoir. You can check me on that one. The best way to create a mass movement is to create a sales memoir. Think about it. And, and Russell Brunson said this, you know, his friend came to him, which is why he wrote Dotcom Secrets. He said, hey, Russell Brunson, you know, honestly i think the reason why you're not like tony robbins and the other people is because you don't have a book he created a book and suddenly he's the funnel guy you know tony robbins how many books has he came that in people like to use alternatives like webinars and things like that man technology is supremely overrated in this range man a book think about think about all these people who did it before the internet they did it with books rob cosmer profit promote published profit promote a book because book Books can, you know, encompass all those materials in it seamlessly. Everything that you need to create a culture and build a mass movement. Um, yeah, but that's it, you know. Tell me more about that sales memoir that you're doing. How's the launch going? Oh, the launch? The launch is going, the launch right now is, it's just going. Like, it's not really doing anything. Like, I have an infinite expansive time allotted for this launch. But it's just like, right now it's just content. It's just content. And the content's not really getting any traction. But that's fine. Well, because it increase the expanse of time. You know, uh, with this is all going on on Facebook and targeting freelance writers, if y'all want to follow along with that, you'll see how I, you know, I'm trying to build, you know, take them from the Red Ocean into a new vehicle. Because the co- current vehicle is, is primitive. It's, if you want to get clients as a freelance writer, you pitch. And I'm saying, no, you don't want to pitch. You want to do this over here. You want to build a channel and tap into distribution channels. Red Ocean, Blue Ocean. And uh, so you're going to watch all these things go down, but I'm, it's just content right now. Just building up, building up, building up content. No matter how long it takes, tapping into the Dream 100, which I haven't done. I don't know why. But getting gravity around this and then uh, and then proceeding to the launch. That's, that, that's, that's really what's going on right now. But it's really just content right now. It might just be content for a long time. I might even pivot and release a book about mass movements because... I can create a mass movement, hundred percent. But but so I have to create the mass movement for it's, it's you know it's a lot of pivots that could go with it. But it's just going right now. It's not really doing anything particular. 
you're liking the movement. You're liking the process, aren't you? You're liking yeah. uh, the path you're on. Yeah, I can I tell by the way you speak. I appreciate it, man. Uh, I, I think people really underestimate the, the power of like, Business, the business concepts is because like uh, you know you like for memoir launch for example um, because that piece with the book launch it's not it's not really necessary it's just necessary for the origin story part of the webinar but I don't even have to use the webinar um, with the mem with grand design which is completely separate um, I'm taking five people and I'm writing their books and launching it for them. I'm not writing it, but coaching them through the writing of it and launching it for them. That's all the data that I need to have this business open. And um, people underestimate how quickly things can develop because it's like all it takes for any business is, let's say for memoir launch, that first person comes through the door after I have those five different testimonials and they purchase for 10 grand, 25 grand, whatever the number might be that one purchase fuels your future customers 25 grand 10 grand placed into like first off the development of their campaign and their book to the best you can but the excess let's say one two grand put into ads you have a business that's moving very quickly now you know uh that that's that's uh you know that's beautiful, man. There's influx of cash. So it, it doesn't matter whether you launch the business on the 90-day mark, 120-day mark, 150-day mark. As long as when you launch that first person comes to the door, even with a book campaign, a lot of people try to sell books, but you don't want to sell books. You want to give books away, but have that be the entryway to a funnel because the revenue for that funnel goes back in the ads to promoting that book. So you just want to put a system and make sure – you. Once you validate that idea with the first person, it goes very quickly. Uh, but you know, that's, 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 I don't know. That's why I said on my on my story that you're the you're the funnel king. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> the, man. the relatable funnel king. <laughs> yeah, yeah, relatable funnel king. I like that. <laughs> yeah, because you're the you're the people's person as opposed to other people. Because right, you're man. still you're still building, man. You're still, but you're you're so your mindset is all there. And your knowledge is there because of years of experience and failure. And that's what people can learn off you. And I really hope people link up to the memoir launch and, and, and message at Juni prayer on Instagram and yeah. get some more insights from it because people can actually benefit from that because of how they can create their own movement through memoirs. It's not books, is it? It's memoirs and actually sales memoirs sales memoirs and actually creating a mass movement around that um it's powerful stuff man and i'd love to be able to collaborate as well through that we're going to do that one day and you said a bit about that in your podcast too that information books are useless and information doesn't change people it was in the podcast before the recent one you just released i'm like that that that's that's the big idea you know um yeah because like information like yeah exactly right like information doesn't change people it's it's also the strategies in place but the root of all that is the mindset if you can conquer your mindset then you can achieve anything yeah it's as simple as that yeah um, if you want to conquer people if you want to change people's mindset you have to tell them stories you know what i mean 
Yeah. And 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 that's the big idea behind what a sales memoir is. Regular traditional books don't work. It's like a letter. A letter will make you feel something to give you information. But if you want people to change who they are, you know, you want to sell them on something. The way you sell them through it is like a sales letter, a sales copy. So a sales memoir is just a merge between a regular memoir and sales copy or sales letter. It's a, it's a, it's a proper merging of information and story in a way that actually you've read dot-com secrets, you've read expert secrets, it's primarily epiphany bridge stories and it explains the, the, the strategy and the tactic. If you don't, and at the end of the, sorry, go on. Now what you saying? And I was just going to say at the end of the day, you're not selling people. And I don't, I don't like that word because it gets thrown around a lot. Yeah. Uh, has negative connotations because people think they're always getting sold. You mm-hmm. want to get to the point where people are actually buying into your cause and they're dying to be a part of it. Yeah. You're and that's all a better part. lifestyle for them. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's what Apple does. That's what all these successful movements do. Yeah. It's not just a brand, a brand. If you have a brand, people won't be dying to get into that brand. People mm-hmm. are dying to be a part of that movement. Yeah. And for example, if we, if we target Apple, every single time Apple launches a product, every single diehard fan of Apple wants that new product Team because Apple. it's a lifestyle. It's a movement. It's, yeah. it's more than just a product yeah. products. People don't get crazy about products. Like you said, people get crazy about the movement. They're a part of the community. It's they're a part of and anything you want to do anything to everyone that's listening to this point on, I congratulate you because you're the best, but definitely anything that you want to do can be turned into a mass movement and can be turned into a career for yourself. Yeah. Don't underestimate your abilities. And I was for a lot of my life, I was underestimating my abilities because I haven't, people may say I haven't experienced life. People Mm -hmm. may say I don't have the experience. People might say I don't have achievements and, accolades and all that crap but it doesn't matter what matters is your drive and what matters is how you can impact people to become better yeah that's that's all that matters um and i strongly believe i can do that and i strongly believe a lot of you listeners can do that as well because you just need to believe you need to have that absolute certainty in your own abilities to create that movement and to create that lifestyle, first of all, to transition your life into that lifestyle of your dreams. Yeah, it, 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 like you know, like 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 the central theme of your podcast. Um, it all starts inside of you. But um, speaking of inside you, man, like I, like I said, I'm real big on people. I don't run a business podcast, you know. I, I'm 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 real big on people, so. In terms of people, man, do, do you do you have like what, what's your happiest memory? Like, I don't know a lot about your your, your happy times and your in, in the memories that who, who's behind who's behind the podcast? You know who's behind the podcast? Oh wow, <laughs> happiest. Memory. I think that's a different view. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Sure. Yeah, but my happiest times are with like with mum. That's the one yeah. thing that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, the happy times of going out with my mates and not having any, not having any stress about life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, oh, you already know. Do you have a specific day, like that you that you hold dear? Like, 
of many, obviously, but like a specific day you remember, like this is a good. That's day, the right? one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, yeah tell me about the one, your memories. Like, yeah. The one time I feel like the the one thing that came to my mind, and hopefully a couple few of my mates are listening to this, is New Year's Eve. Uh, a few years ago, they came over mine, and we, um, we, we got on the drinks. <laughs> we were loving life, and yeah. <laughs> we had a we had a walk over to um, an open plain. It was like a massive grassland. It was locked out. I found this out like it's a very secretive part of the area I live in. Yeah, and I found it out in Google Maps, and I was like, I was really mapping out the journey we're going to get there. It took about an hour to get there to walk and like on the drinks, we were stuffed on the way there, but it was worth it. But we yeah. got there and it was worth it so bad because we had the beautiful view of the city. Uh-huh. We were, the city was literally right in front of us and no one else was there. New Year's Eve. We saw the fireworks and like, that was such a happy time because yeah. I was around my mates that's and we were just laughing and enjoying life. Like, was it nighttime? It was nighttime, yeah. yeah. Was it cold? It was freezing. Oh, man. <laughs> Actually, no, no. What am I saying? No, it was, it was summertime over here in, at New Year's oh, Eve. That's weird. Yeah, so it was, it was, yeah, yeah. It was hot as. That's um, weird, man. But that walk home was dreadful because we were all drunk and we were, it took us probably two hours to get home from, from that because of how slow we were. Right. But, it's just the moments that matter. It's not what you learn. It's not what you, it's literally, you remember experiences, don't you? Yeah. You, you Like if you thought like five years down, five years ago, you look back and you're like, the only things that you really remember are the impactful things on your life. The things that you love to do. Yeah. Do you get what I'm, do you get where I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. People don't, people don't remember being in high school sitting down and learning like, yeah definitely not you know from school they remember hanging out with their mates wagging class sometimes and going out and eating and going out and doing this and yeah they remember the, the experiences stuff. they remember Man. the sport from school they remember the last yeah um what yeah year? that's that's what i th- sorry what year was that from me i mean for the new year's eve uh Oh, man, what year was that? Oh, man, that was like two, three years ago. I was still in high school. What? <laughs> yeah, we were, we were getting mad drunk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's different laws around in Australia than it is in America, by the yeah. way. Yeah. In America, I think 18. We were still <laughs> underage, but <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. Um, sixteen. That sounds amazing, though. <laughs> New Year's Eve, summer. Oh yeah, it's the best. But you That's guys have snow place. over there. That's the thing. We don't have snow over here. Have you ever seen snow? I have seen snow. Oh wow, that's another memory. Oh. I just had when you mentioned snow. It was in Turkey, and I cannot believe I still remember this. Maybe because there was like photos of it, and that jogs my memory back. Yeah. But uh, I was with my grandma and my mum and my grandpa that when they were still alive. Mum's still alive, but when yeah. my grandparents were still alive, we were holding hands and we're in, in winter and it was snowing. And I still remember we're going to the shops and 
I was holding onto my grandma's hand and we both flipped over and landed right on our backs. And it was just, now that I think about it, it was just so funny and it gets me emotional because they're the times you remember, the funny times, the, and that, and like switching a bit here, going back to what I want to create, I want to create those experiences. Yeah. Like people, absolutely. People, they learn things, they, they study things online, they go to university and study things. But like I was just saying before, they don't remember that. What they remember is the experiences from doing that. And that's what I want to create. I want to create those experiences that people are going to remember from the movement I want to create. I just don't want to give that content and say, okay, learn this. I want to create an experience that people are going to remember for the rest of their lives. That's the difference, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, 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 yeah, I mean, and and that's a big thing, like, uh, particularly, like, with, like, content, because there's so many pieces of content that you put out every day, and that's why I want to be better with content, and why I want, I'm, I'm considering moving some of the stuff to YouTube, because the content that we make, like, we can go, we can serve so much and we can make through this content like memories that live with people. Um, like Owen Cook, I remember I was back in Maryland, 15, 14 years old, first discovering this guy. And I used to just be locked in my room because I didn't really want to talk to anybody for days and days and days. It used to be dark and, and snowy, middle of the winter, slush in the road because it's, it's, just, it's just a mess outside. But I'd be watching him walk through like Miami. I'd watch him like walk through the redwoods doing these long hour long talks just like the video he did the other day to Catalina Island and these are like the first time I experienced some of these places was through a camera watching him over there talk about it like it, wow. it, it's a memory for me like like I remember watching Hodge Twins I remember watching them the first time they went to uh, I think it was uh, they were doing a uh, in Orange County out here in California before I had ever seen California they were in this hotel overlooking the city of LA and I remember just, it's the middle of winter, by the way, at home. Not a good time. Dark at 4 a.m. And I'm like listening to the sounds of like the city and looking at the palm trees and the, the heat and feeling like I'm over there. And, and, and that aspect of content is something that I think is underrated that, like, that we should bring to people. Like that, that, if you look at all this dude's videos, he's like going down in the poly coast and people live through these things. People that might not have ever experienced them, they're living through it. And I remember living through it, you know. Um, that's that's something that I because it's over here in, in Brea, California. It's some beautiful things. It's mountains. It's completely hot outside, but it's mountains with snow on top and different things that I can walk through and capture that I think is important. It is missing from the world. It it isn't terribly important for conversions and, and numbers and sales, but the message does that. But it's terribly important for the for the for the way people feel, you know what I mean? For the, for the yeah. artistic value to content. I think that's something that's missing, you know? That just comes down to experiences again at the end of the day, doesn't it? Like, yeah. And it's so hard, like you said, to create that experience because there's so much content out there. Yeah. So you have to try and figure out how to be different, how to, how to get your message in the minds of the people you want to, impact and through that it's not just teaching it's creating stories Mm -hmm. creating stories where people remember those stories like 
Yeah. You may think of Tony Robbins. You you know his background story. You know his origin story. Uh-huh. Because he's such an impactful person and he's, he's, he's created it in a way where people remember. Like, like he had an abusive childhood. He, uh-huh. His parents were abusive. He experienced a lot when he was growing up and people remember that because people can can relate to that. Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah, it's about what you can relate to as well at the end of the day. Like there's a lot of, like I think I mentioned in the previous podcast, like there's a lot of people that have lavish lifestyles and this and that and expect people to relate with that, expect people to buy into that. Yes, a lot of people do, unfortunately, because they're selling them, those people are selling their audiences on that lifestyle as opposed to going deeper and really going to the, the roots of how they can get that lifestyle. Yeah. That's the main difference. You know, it's a complicated process. You know, I have mixed feelings about it. You know, a lot of people don't go in the roots of how you can get that lifestyle. And they don't also go, go and elaborate that that lifestyle is is – in a lot of ways, things are very empty. Things are nice. I like things. I think a Lamborghini is really pretty. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't think I'll ever buy one, you know, but I might, I might go buy one if I want to. And I, I'll enjoy that experience, but it's like the, the, but, but, but the experience is not, is not as full as some of the other experiences that we might have. Like the things that we're looking forward to, like you want to be on, you run out on stage, you know, play, play the high hopes, you know, and then, you know, things that I want to experience, like I want to go and with my girlfriend go to the Maldives. I'm going to go in uh, July 2nd. I want to make that happen. She's yeah. Don't know if I can ever convince her to take that one, but I want that to happen. And that moment, you know, would be, it would, it would be, it'd be something entirely different, you know? And, but the thing about people and their content, they're posting a Lamborghini is it's like news, news posts all these things because they get the most clicks. But news is not a funnel. And this is, this is, this is one thing that I would, I would do to like, I, I agree with, like if, if you're doing it the right way, because you're, you're putting them through a funnel, like people select people, the people that you want to help, they're very negative. Their selective attention is looking towards like negativity or instant gratification. And so when you put that thing on the front page, it's just a hook, but the hook might drag them through something that changes their lifestyle so that they're not attracted to these things. It's like, these are the, like, they're, they're like fish and you got to throw that bait out initially to get them interested, but maybe you pulled them to something more fulfilling and wholesome at the end. Most people don't, but, but if that strategy is being used in that way, like, okay, how to make a million dollars, here's a Lamborghini, da, da, da. And then you throw them. And then as you pull them through the funnel, you're like, okay, a Lamborghini, I know you want it, but it's not everything. Let me teach you about some of the real things in the world. I think that's, a, uh, I, I admire that approach. Everything. Yeah. You know, like a newspaper throws out a headline so that you can read. That's a funnel. Um, yeah. And so, you know, you, you got to compete some way, somehow. And uh, if you're trying to get the most clicks, you know, but you have a purposeful back end, I can see why you That's, like that. I didn't think of that approach, Steph, actually. Um, because, yeah, like at the end of the day, you have to get people to click on it, don't you? So Yeah, especially be... people you want to help. Yeah. yeah yeah and you have to 
align with where their minds are at at the moment. You have to enter a conversation that's going into their minds. And some, maybe a lot of the time, a conversation that's going on in their minds of people is, how can I have that lavish lifestyle? So once people, once people produce that lavish lifestyle in front of them, they, in video and whatever it is, then yeah. people are more inclined to click it. Right. So it doesn't necessarily have to be an unfortunate circumstance, actually, now that you think about it like that. If you can essentially grab them at the start of their journey with that lifestyle, but yeah. then actually transition their lives for a good purpose, like that's very important. Yeah, I didn't think of that. You, you got to make them, you know, you got to hook them where they are, speak to them where they are, then make them aware. I mean, I think about a funnel, like I think about an epiphany bridge story. Every epiphany bridge story starts at, it starts with you positioning yourself where they are. You speak to them where they are. It's like, uh, you know, like you, you speak to their internal and external desires at the moment, and then you lead them on a journey that shows them that these things are false. You know, it's like yeah. beginning the Lion King. Oh, I want to be king. And then you realize you go through this entire journey where you or every single ad in the history of humanity or every single origin story in the history of humanity. Like Ty Lopez, he pops on on on, on the YouTube. Yeah, here in my garage, just bought this Lamb, brand new Lamborghini. But it wasn't always that way. At first, I was broke, 42 bucks in my bank account, living in a mobile home. And I wanted to be rich. Like he zooms to where they are. He hooks them with, with the things they want. But then he zooms to where they are. And uh, he might not necessarily bring them to a to um to their better place, but uh, cause I, I'm not I'm not I'm not sure what his back ends look like. But I you know I've never uh, experienced his back ends either. You know I, I bought the social media marketing uh, course in 2016, I think. I like how was that? It was good. It, you see the thing like for people don't know about Ty Lopez is Ty Lopez is uh he's a knowledge broker. <laughs> You know, Tyler's broke. Ty Lopez, he doesn't teach his courses. You know, Ty Lopez, what he does is he sells his courses on the front end. And within his courses is a compilation of all the experts and the best in the world at those things. And so his social media marketing course was excellent because he had all these different Joe Soto, all these different people that bought agencies actually doing the teaching. And he would just come in every now and then and say, say something about it. Um, so, so it was it was a good course. I think a lot of his content is good. Um, a lot of people don't give him credit for being the godfather of YouTube uh, ads, but I, I like him. I, I, I like the dude a lot, man. I give him a lot of credit. Um, you know, everybody. I have my complaints, but I have my complaints about everybody, and uh, that's just fine. Ain't nobody a perfect person, you know. Yeah. A lot of people have that negative connotation towards Ty Lopez. I feel like because of how he bloats on about his success, but people, <laughs> a lot of people don't dig deeper and understand why he does that. And we just literally uncovered the reason why people do that is because we can get that initial hook and then hopefully transition into their life. Yeah. A lot of people don't though. Inside. A lot of people don't, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's, that's the big thing. A lot of people don't. A lot of people people abuse it and then they just release crap content. And that's the majority. You know? Yeah. They don't work without changing who you are. You know, that's 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 the sad part about it, you know. But literally from my experience and I've I've purchased a lot of courses, um probably ninety five percent of the course or ninety nine percent of the courses except for one have literally just gone straight to teaching. Yeah. And that that's not enough, man. Like you want to 
you want to ingrain this new skill set into someone, although you just go straight to teaching yeah. without actually changing who they are in order to Absolutely. allow them to sustain that lifestyle forever. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. At the know, end of the day, that's what, that's what you want. You don't want to learn it and forget about it. Yeah. School, school should start every unit with a webinar, <laughs> you know, yeah. change the identity before you give them content. Um, that's so true. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Because uh, like with school, I didn't even think of that. Like that's the biggest route, isn't it? Like school just goes and straight teaches you. It doesn't discover who you are. It doesn't discover your strengths. It doesn't try to change who you are in order to, yeah. in order to fully understand the concepts that get taught to you. What you're, exactly. what you're forced to do in school is to remember and to memorize, not yeah. to understand and apply. 100%. Yeah, That's yeah, the difference. Yeah. You're it, taught it, to... What's that? It's, it's, it's funny because uh, every classroom should be a mass movement. Just like every family unit should be a mass movement. Every classroom should be a mass movement. Every teacher should be an attractive character. And they should have a future-based cause of the class. And the class should represent a new opportunity for people in their lives. That way people feel like this is, you know, this classroom is, I'm a part of this. Like, uh, this is where I want to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot that goes down into that, but, uh, you know, yeah, I, I enjoyed my time in school. I enjoyed my time. Not maybe for the teaching in the, in the classroom time, but you know, to socialize and be around people. It's an exciting thing. You know, the Definitely. memories of it, you know, I totally agree, man. Um, I'll, again, everything happens for a reason, so you have to experience yeah. that in your life in order to learn from it and grow from it. But I, I love my time in high school. Yeah, it was. It wasn't for me, and I understood that at an early age. But the experiences I had, I'll remember forever. Yeah, you miss it all. The, yeah, I miss the. I miss how it was structured. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and I'm working at the moment. I'm working on how to how to use that same structure for my life at the moment. Mm-hmm. Like even though I'm in a full-time job, I want to, I want to eventually transition from that full-time job and do what I want to do. But that involves having a structure and a fundamental basis behind you. Yeah. And that's what school did very well. You got up at a certain time, you had breakfast, you went to school, you came back home, did your homework, went to sleep, had that structure. Yeah. Hopefully. And <laughs> hopefully do your homework. Yeah. Not a lot of people did. I didn't do it a lot, but yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's the part I miss, and I miss being around my mates. I miss being miss going out um, to house parties and getting drunk underage and stuff like that. You know, good times. <laughs> I, the, I wasn't a party dude, but I get you, man. I go with the party was, sometimes. It was a life. Yeah, it was it was a good yeah. life. Um, I mean, you know, ahead is a return to that, though. You know, on the other side, and that's that's a, another topic that I want to crack into. Um, which by the way, is funny enough, even the, you know, Russell Brunson graduated college with a 2.1 GPA. My high school GPA was better than that, but my college GPA was a zero, obviously, but, um, <laughs> and then they kicked me out. But, but man, how many people experience a real life, man? That's, that's like, when's the last time you felt like you were living like 
And I feel like that's another underrated aspect. Cause when I, when I, you know, when I'm finished this call, I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to watch the episode of Mad Men. And, uh, cause I enjoy that. How many, how many, how many days are we like living? I remember like, wow. There are so many degrees to feeling alive. It's like, I want to feel alive and I want to feel life and feel living beyond almost anything because that's, 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 you know, I remember the last first time I saw the ocean at 18, uh, we were down there. It was a group of us. I made a podcast episode about this and talk. We were talking, talking to a bunch of people on the beach and, uh, you probably felt this because you party sometimes, but when you go and you get in the atmosphere of a party, or in a cluster of people like me, I'm an introvert. My personality was like locked and caged away. But as you get into the night, as you begin talking, as you begin dancing, you get into what Owen Cook calls momentum. Like you get in state and you start to feel light and your jokes just start hitting like that. And you start to feel charismatic and your personality just comes out. And it's just like, you just change, you know what I mean? You transform. And every, you know, the, that's living life. That's when you feel alive. Like how often do people live, man? You know, I don't, they, I don't think they live often, man. Like, I've never, I've never actually cracked into that topic, that conversation. That's really got me thinking about the times that I've actually lived alive. Mm. Like, I've actually felt alive. Yeah, and like you don't want the night to end, you know. Yeah, man. Like that. Like the one thing I remember is yesterday. We, were, I uh, had my best mate over and. Yeah. We cranked up the PS4, the PlayStation, yeah. Good time. and I haven't cranked that open for like, oh, a long time. And we were just having so much fun. We yes, were laughing. We were making How often do you laugh? You know? Yeah. Like just laugh, like crying and laughing. You know? Oh, man. Oh, Those man. are the girl. How much yeah. time is flying by without actually living, man? You know what I'm saying? Like, Crazy. we don't even remember the day before yesterday wasn't no. even a memory your brain's going to delete it in a few years you know yeah. not yesterday but the day before yesterday i don't know what you did the day before yesterday but you know i don't remember that as at all you know <laughs> what i what i literally remember is with my with my other best mate james uh we just used to have the best conversations because we literally were on the floor laughing like yeah. <laughs> it was just, just thinking about it it was insane because we used to love it so much. Like he dropped out when he was in year 10 and he used to, he went into a trade, but like we used to go to each other's houses, yeah. we used to play games and we used to crack jokes. And every single time we loved it because we just always were laughing so hard. Like, I, yeah. I don't think I ever laughed that hard. <laughs> Anyone else. In my life, because it was just a different conversation. It was a different experience with him because we love the same things and we just, I don't know, it's just that flow state, you know what I mean? You just get into that flow state, you don't want it to end and then laughing. The brain lights up, you know? The perception lights up. It's like like when you travel somewhere. I don't know if it's the same for you. You travel a little bit more than I do, but when I travel somewhere, like the first time, uh 2018 we wrote we drove from maryland all the way down to miami and then through miami all the way to bahia honda and key west and when you start to get away from that's what i mean like when you get into the pattern of things when you're living in a schedule and a routine your brain just falls asleep but when you start going places that you don't recognize 
with stimulus that you haven't felt before, like it's like it's new, it's brand new, and like your brain just starts to come alive, and it's like you feel every increment of stimulus coming into your your brain because it's something like you broke out of the pattern. You're not asleep anymore, and for those days or weeks or moments, you want to live. You want to live, whereas any other time it's just like, uh, you know, this is life. You know, and and, and that's. I do want that from 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 my endeavors. I want a full life. I want a life of laughing very hard, going places that I never seen, experiencing climates that I never felt felt before. You know, being awake constantly, um, and even like what you're saying, man. Like I miss like being back in Maryland sometimes. Me and uh, Alexis, we play on the on the, uh, the 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 Call of Duty game on the PS4. What was it? The World at War. It wasn't the reason. Yeah, we would play that and like. Yeah, it might have been one. I don't. I don't know which is the one with the guy on the on the cover and he, you know, he looking all crazy. But you know, <laughs> play that every day because I, I've been a big gamer all my life. Very hard, you know. I was I was I was alive during the golden era. I don't know if you were, uh, Modern Warfare two and Halo three. That's our golden era. Oh yeah. Was, I was, I was. Oh yeah, you was on that. <laughs> that was. I was on that. Different. Yeah, that was completely different. I remember every day coming home, just trying to get a nuke, like every single yeah. day. Twenty five. Yeah, or one v one on Halo three at, on on the Guardian. Uh, we get the BRs and do the one on ones. If we had beef, if we had beef, we meet on Rust. <laughs> it was real, like. But uh, I don't know. Just fulfilling experiences. Man, that gets me thinking, like. How do we how do we get more people to experience life like that? Because that's such an important subject. People live people live it day by day. That's like that's a the famous saying that probably ninety nine percent of people say, Oh, I'm just living life day by day. Yeah. I'm not experiencing anything. That's pretty much a saying, I'm not experiencing life. I'm just yeah. in my structure, I'm setting my ways, I don't want to change, and I'm just living life like that on those terms. And that's, that needs to change. Like, I just had that epiphany now. Like that needs to change, man. And like, real, man. before I said, I want the structure, literally probably 10 minutes ago, I said, I want the structure. Um, but now that you said that, like when your brain, your brain goes to sleep in structure, your really brain does. goes to sleep when you're in, when you're set in your ways. I don't want that. It's, I don't remember any time when my brain was asleep in a set structure. I don't remember those times. What I remember is me having fun with my mates, yeah, me going out to parties and having fun, you know? me experiencing life, experiencing different vacations, experiencing the world. Like, man, that needs to change real big time. Yeah. And, that, and that's because, the problem with me in mass. I, I, I want to build a big business, but at the same time, because that's more impact, but at the same time, there has to be a balance. Like, you, you know, I believe in structure, like, you know, because structure, you know, your brain relies on a certain amount of RAM and you only have that amount of RAM every day when you wake up. It's very finite. It runs out very quickly. So structure is very important because there's too many variables and you're focused on every increment of stimulus that comes in. You run out of that RAM very quickly and you can't perform. It's like four hours worth of RAM. And, you know, if you follow my Instagram story, that's why, you know, I, you haven't seen me in anything other than this blue hoodie. This is the same blue hoodie, same pair of dreams, same shoes I wear every single day. Same with Steve Jobs and his turtleneck. Yeah. Same with Mark Zuckerberg. 
because it takes Ram to choose out an outfit, and we don't have time for that. But at the same time, man, uh, every day should be like that day you went to the clearing and looked at the city on New Year's. Every single day, like it has to be something like that. Like you, you know, if you, this is something that disturbs me when I think about it, man. You've lived 19 years. I don't know if you've turned 20 yet, but you've lived 19 years for sure. You cannot, I, I challenge you, man. You can't think of 20 memories in your entire life. 20 moments that really, really, well, you obviously have more than 20 moments, but it's very hard to call to recall 20 stark moments that meant the world to you. It's 20 moments where you were alive in 20 years. Wow. Like that's, 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 how do we live like that? My whole high school career flew by four years. I have one or two memories of the days that I was alive. Like, you know, most people's lives that's... fly by them and they don't, they don't have anything on with them. You know, uh, it, it shouldn't be that way. Like my girlfriend's grandmother, she's about 80 years old and she tells me all of her stories. And I very quickly learned all of her stories. She needs more stories. She needs a greater volume of stories. You know, if I sat and worked at my old job every single day, because the routine of it is the same every single day, I would have one story to tell. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I would have different days that, that were good, but those stints of working that job or those jobs is a void in memory because I have flashes of what it looked like in there, but there was no different in original stimulus that actually were cataloged into my long-term memory. So that was just an entire stint of time that's just uncataloged. It's not there. Like, recall five memories from Royal Farms where I used to work. I can't. What kind of life is that, man? That's all I'm saying. You I'm know? just sitting back here and listening to you, and I'm just like, wow. That's hurtful, man. You know? Wow. <laughs> because it's tough as, man, because, man, that needs to change. What the hell? Yeah. People, but how does that change, right? Like, people are set in their structure. People are set in their ways because they have to. But how do, how do we experience life every single day? Like, with my job at the moment, yeah. and you go and ask someone, like, how was your day? And it's like, ah, oh, same old, different day. Yeah. That's, that's the conversation, <laughs> you know? right? And like, oh, okay, yeah, same. Same, I just had the same day. Yeah. Just did the same things. Same old <laughs> crap. You're living, living the one same day a thousand different over times. Over and over, over, <laughs> over, over. You know? Oh, man. Wow, like that's a, that's a that's a new epiphany for me right there, and that's a new outlook on life because now that I think back, like I couldn't probably tell you the twenty memories of twenty years yeah, off the top of my head. That's a tough one, man. You're you're set in structure your entire life for the for that however long you're in high school and primary school, ten years you're set in structure. Even though you have those memories back then in high school, it wasn't as important, right? Like right. you could do your own thing in years seven, eight, nine, ten, Like I have a ton of memories from back then because we did our own things. We didn't care about school. We just did our own thing. But like now in probably how long, how long have I been probably four, five, six months I've been in this job. Yeah. It's been the same every single day, man. Like I am so grateful that I have this 
when I'm working on it outside of school, outside of work. Yeah. I'm working on my podcast. I'm working on my Instagram page. I'm working on how to create an impact on lives. But yeah. there are people out there that do not have that. Yeah. They don't have that thing that they can venture out on after they finish yeah. work. See, these are my memories. These talks are my memories. Yeah, these, sure. these grinding hours after work are my memories. Yeah. The work itself during the day, the nine to five, that's not a memory. Not at all, man. That gets, like you said, that gets voided outside and not never, never remembered ever again. So, yes. but I just had an epiph. I just had a, I just, I just viewed a Gary V video, yeah. and because people are getting close to, um, graduating now, like he just said, he released the video again, and he's like, um. Once you graduate, you may not know what you want to do in life. And he clarified with people, that's totally fine. What you can't do is get yourself hungry for the money. You can't set yourself in a structure now. You're young. You're only 18, 19, 20, however old you are. You cannot set yourself in a structure. And you have to live your life to the fullest you have to go travel you have to do this you have to do that and now literally like now that you just mentioned that i look back and i'm like what have i done i've just gone into that structure that gary v that yourself that other people have told you not to go into i've set myself in that structure i'm pretty young man i haven't experienced life to the fullest yet yeah so i've set myself in the structure i've got that job but i'm i'm just letting days go by without creating memories without creating lasting experiences that will stick with me forever this job is not going to stick with me forever yeah how often like, do you feel things man really you know what i'm saying and, I mean, really feel things on a visceral level i remember going to see the ocean for the first time that feeling you don't know that that, that, that feeling and it's like you know it, it, man but for you and for me well not for me anymore i guess but for me at one point in time, you're in such a golden era because everything that you produce from your pocket can go into an idea. A lot of people, you know, when you get up in age, 21, 22, 23, suddenly you'll experience the fact that your income is split and divided into many different resources and you have debt on top of you. You're locked in place and you have to absolutely have to work or you'll be crushed there's no two ways about it but when you're younger and let's say you live at home and you live with your parents which i just moved away i just moved away um but i had three four years of a window now about four and a half years i didn't have any debt I, i i didn't have to work i didn't have to do anything i could just sit back and focus in all the income everything i was getting to just pour into this idea. You can't do that when you have kids, when you have debt from college, when you have car note, when you have rent, mortgage, you got to pay the gas, you got to buy food. You know, you have to absolutely put divide your attention. There's no way to not divide your attention. But during this golden period, we don't got to divide our attention. We, we can do whatever we want. And this is like that, that, that small window, I think, is really one of the most opportune moments. And maybe the only my opportunity some people have to actually have the ability to focus and create something. Um, and uh, that, that's, that's just, you know, that's you just bit. summarized that Gary V video to the T. Yeah. That's exactly what he said. 
is that these are the golden moments of your life. And I, I know because going off my analytics of this podcast, a lot of my listeners are from the age range of 18 to 24. So this literally, yeah, see that. Yeah. this goes to you. You cannot put yourself in a structure and make the mistakes of literally every single person around you. Every right. single person around you goes towards structure. And now, like literally, I'm just contradicting what I said 20 minutes ago. 20 minutes ago, I said I need that structure. Now I'm thinking of, now just thinking of this new idea, it's making me become free. Yeah. It's lifting yeah. my spirits. You, you can because, literally, during this period of time, because you have time, create your own thing that'll avert the eventual fate of having a structure and a dead life forever. That's the biggest wow. thing. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, that's, that's what this time is for. Like, we, we can either live or we can die. You know, I think uh, Martin Luther King or Malcolm X somebody said it, you know, a lot of people die when they're 28. They just don't get buried to their 100 or 80. <laughs> you know, a lot of people die very young. Their relationship has no life. Their life has no life. They don't remember the last time they fell in love, the last time they met a friend. It's, you could tell who's on autopilot. Me- meditation, you know, they're not present. They're just on complete autopilot, lost in their thoughts. Meditation is the practice of being in the presence and, and accepting the stimuli that's coming in as, as if it's new, you know. But people who are on autopilot, you ask them how they are, they'll be like, eh. Like, just like you said. There's no consideration of how you are right now. You're not even living here right now. You know, when's the last time somebody actually employed thought? The stimulus of everyday life is so old, they just, eh. They can't even say a word to it. They just, uh, like, it's, it's just, it's just, man, I, you know, big question, man. Do you want to live or do you want to die? Like, that's, you know, do you want to die? I don't, I, you know, I want to live, man. I want to live with it. Oh, man, I like that one. I like that one. That's what I'm saying. I, I, if I want a Lamborghini, I'm going to go get one. If I want to live in the hills, I'm going to go live there. If I want to go for a swim in, 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 up the street in Malibu, I'm going to go there. You know, as soon as I get the opportunity, man, I'm going to go up to Malibu and I'm jumping in the water. Uh, you know, <laughs> because that's what I want to do. No two ways about it. <laughs> I mean, you know, I want to live life. I want to live different days. And like going back to your point, like I literally just remembered like on Friday, I think I came to work and um, I said hello to one of my colleagues yeah. and she was like, hello, how'd you, how'd you go last night uh, at work? Cause she finishes at like one. Yeah. I was like, and it was all right. <laughs> Did you get much done? And like, yeah, it was pretty quiet. Yeah, and they're like, I'm just having this. I'm like, I'm just listening to you. This is why I'm just speechless. Is because there's so many people that just live life like that, and I've never actually thought about it in that way, because people are just clones. They just they're just robots. They just live like robots doing the same crap every single day and people accept that exactly for 60 years wow man wow for 60 years you know i um i I, i'm gonna be fasting tomorrow yeah um because of ramadan and i i said to myself after fasting is done in 20 days yeah um I'm probably going to be leaving work 
Oh, really? I want to be leaving work at that time. And I feel like that's amazing. I still have, I still have those things stopping me from doing that. Like I literally just messaged my old work and I'm like, can I get my job back there just in case shit goes south? Uh, but I'm still getting stopped. Mm. You know what I mean? I've been I've been holding this off for a long time, and I and if you know me, if like if people know me truly, they know that I'm the pioneer of this type of lifestyle. Like I want this lifestyle uh-huh. where others are like, I want to be comfortable and I want to just have a nine to five job, and I'm fine with that. I'm not saying that's bad, but right. I'm literally the person that literally says, "Go live your life on your own terms," but I'm not doing it myself. And that's literally what's annoying me right now. It's because I'm <laughs> yeah. hearing you say that is it's literally stamped in my mind that this is not the lifestyle I want. Absolutely. It's not the lifestyle I want because I'm literally living day by day doing uh, the same bloody shit every single day. Yeah. hundred percent, man. And if someone goes up to you and says, how's your day? I would literally say, yeah, it's okay. How about yours? Yeah. Is that what you want to say? When someone yeah, asks you that, you want to say, yeah. You know? when, I, when someone asks you that, you want to say, okay, I woke up at this time. I did this and this and this. Then I went out and I went out and did this and I did that. You know what I mean? The difference. Yeah. You go to work and you have a day at work and you're just like, oh, yeah, just, it, was pretty, it was pretty busy actually. Or, okay, yeah, it was pretty quiet actually. Didn't do much. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's so much to say about that. Like, like experience is like a word that people use, but misunderstand a lot. Like, what, like, especially when you get that momentum going, everything becomes different. It, all stimulus just becomes magnified. That's life. It's like, when's the last time that you scooped a piece of food and put it in your mouth and it was so good, you just had to close your eyes and just wait. <laughs> You know, I remember going down to Florida for the first time in Miami. It was this bar called STK or this uh, restaurant called STK. Um, man, the, the the food was done in literally like five minutes. Like not even five. It was it was done very, very quickly. Um, it was insane how quick it was done. I ordered like some red lobster, red octopus or something like that. The total was $160. I'm like, how is this? Is this worth $160? Because like, looking at the menu, I remember slicing in an octopus, putting it in my mouth. And I just had to sit there. When's when when's the last time we experienced food that took you to a different place? It's like when you close your your eyes and you drink the wine and you feel it. Like we're not feeling things. When somebody comes up to you, this is a whole separate entity with a whole cloud of whatever going on, and they ask you how you are, and you have a conversation that we didn't even feel that they were there. Like just the drink moments, you know. The last time you looked at fireworks with new eyes and was amazed, like. Look at those colors. That is that is bizarre. Like, you know, look at how deep this ocean is. Look how beautiful and clear it is. Like, to feel those things as if it was the first time is that's living, man. You know, the the story that came into my mind when you were saying that about the lobster. Uh-huh. Um, I can't remember where I read this or experienced this story, but there was a woman, and um, she was on her own. And it was raining outside, and she, she was. She didn't, know, she didn't have anywhere to go and she needed shelter. And right behind her, she saw the big Hyatt Hotel, I think it's called. Uh-huh. Um, and she quickly ran in there and she was, she was safe. She was away from the rain and she was just like, okay, what do I do now? 
and she looked around and she saw these high class people. Like she was just, she was a, she barely earns any money. Yeah. She's living life like the day by day. Right. Uh, and she goes, she's like, stuff this, let's have, let's have a wonder. Mm-hmm. And she goes to the restaurant and she's on her own and she goes, can I just have a seat for one? And the guy comes around. And he's like, yeah, sure. She follow. he follows him, goes and sits down and she just orders the water yeah. and the waiter comes, the waiter comes around she orders the water oh. and the waiter's like, why are you here on your own? What's going on? Why are you so wet? This, that, that. And then she explains her life story to him. Right. She explains that she's never had anything in her life. She's never experienced this type of lifestyle. This is the first time she's been into a high class restaurant. Yeah. The waiter goes and understands and he goes back to the back end, brings out the water, but brings out a, a full lobster as well. Oh yeah. To literally allow her to experience that life mm-hmm. and they from that point on that waiter and that person ex- um had that connection for the future and every single i think it was like every single week she went back to that Hyatt hotel and she just had a water and a wine with that waiter they oh. sat down next to each other and they just started talking and then eventually after like a few years down the line when they kept on doing that the waiter passed away Wow. But that woman still went there and had a wine from her, from for his for him in his yeah. memory, and he, she wow. kept on doing that. And that like that story is deep goes deeper because wow. you must be able to experience the life you want in the future right now. Yeah, like you have to visualize it. And I remember in our first podcast we explained that point. You need to visualize the life you want right now. You need to go to that restaurant, that high-class restaurant, and just have a sip of water, but just experience the life. Yeah. Enjoy that sip of water because, like, going out and going out to the high-end car dealership and going on a test drive or something, yeah. you know what I mean? Just sit like, in the car. just sit in the car and experience yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Because this is that lifestyle, and you need to be able to visualize that lifestyle. And I feel like now it all links up because the current lifestyle that a lot of people are in, that 99% of the population are in, never experience those things. Yeah. And because they never experience it, they never allow themselves to open up their reality and mm-hmm. and see that that life is possible. Things can go so much further, yeah. All they know at the moment in their life is that life right now that they're living in right now, mm-hmm. which is a major contributor to the fact that they never venture out they never go and experience life on their own terms. Yeah. They never ha- create those memories and those experiences that they've got to remember forever. Absolutely. And like just thinking about what you said before, like it's just people are robots. They never experienced that. Yeah. So I, I feel like the next coming weeks now, I'm just, that's the only thing that's going to play in my mind because that's just hit home with me. Uh-huh. And, I'm probably going to let my work know that I'm going to leave. Um, even if I don't get my old job back or not, like I'm just going to leave and live yeah. life on my own terms because I'm, I've been saying this all along, even in high school, I've been saying this yet. I still resort back to my old habits yeah. and it's all a part of habits. If you, and it's all a part of unlearning as well. 
unlearning those habits and building new ones with influential people behind you to support you. And if you never do that, you'll always as much. And this literally goes back to the whole point of this podcast. As much as you want to venture out and experience that, and it want to learn that new skill set, you're always going to venture back to your habits. Yeah. It's about unlearning things. It's about unlocking and discovering what's behind your mindset, what's behind your motive and changing. Be willing to change because that's what it takes. And that's the whole connection. There it is. That's the connection. Yeah. That's beautiful, man. A hundred percent. Yeah. It it really is all going back to your habits and, and, you know, those habits that are supported by that central idea. Remember we had the conversation, no matter the math you do, you're going to come back to that same idea. You know what I mean? Like you, whatever, to do all the math. Oh, it's government. You're making a habit of rage. You're making a habit of negative emotions. And that's big, especially at a time like this. You know, I always say, man, the world is not ready because, and this is where you come in mindset. They don't have the right mindset. They're not ready for society where they can just live and experience things. The, the world we live in right now, it needs nine to five. Because if you took away that time where people work nine to five, their brain would have so much free time that they just wouldn't know what to do with. You know, a lot of them would go back to negative central ideas and develop probably extreme depression, extreme anxiety. Uh, that wouldn't be a good lifestyle for people to be free right now because their mindset is trapped in what they're, what, what they're working. And it's even worse because it's like, when you're depressed and you have a job and you live a life that you don't want to live, it's rational. But you see this in celebrities, performers, entertainers so many times, like Owen Cook. He worked his way up to the top. He's like, oh, when I get rich and have the house that I want, I'll be happy. And I've seen some of these videos of his. He's living on literally the edge of the beach, like the hotel's right here and the water's right here, on a top balcony, girlfriend of his dreams, everything. But it was worse when he got there because he realized, oh, wait. I'm not happy, but now I don't have a reason. I don't have someone to blame it on. And so you'll see that with a lot of celebrities, entertainers, they get into drugs, they commit suicide. They, they, they go down a, a extreme depression. They'll go in and out of rehab, alcoholism. Um, because once you get to the top, you have the money, the fame and everything that you wanted. You don't have anything to con- You don't have a scapegoat or a reason or a justification for the way that you feel. And so no matter what it is, if you know, if you're, you have a habit of returning to a, a negative emotions or outrage or whatever, that's where you're going to always be. Habit is an important thing, like you said. And so are you in a habit of being addicted to negativity, negative emotion, and focusing on punishment? Or are you in a habit of going, you're going towards reward? You know, what are you visualizing constantly? The way that some, it's always someone around the corner. It's always a boogeyman. If it's not the corona, it's the government, or it's the 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 the, 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 the it's all the. You, you, what's the habit? Are you in a habit of finding a reason why you don't feel good, or you're in a habit of finding a reason why you will be better? And a lot of that, yeah, like you said, is visualization. You know, I, I remember this is apartment complex. It's only one thousand two hundred dollars. Well, it goes up to three thousand dollars. Back home, it's called the promenade. And every now, every every few days I, I say hey let's go drive around the promenade we went and we looked at the rooms and all that and just like the, i had a dream board on my wall of one of the rooms just driving around there every single day let your mind get into a place where it's deferring to a positive memory or a positive idea 
You know what I'm saying? And, and that's, 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 that's such an important thing. And even simple experiences are visceral experiences if you let them be. Like going to the Starbucks and getting uh, one of those strawberry acai refreshers with apple juice in it. If you never had one, it might just change your life if you let it. Like, I'm serious. Like, it's, it's, it's a quality drink. But you got to be willing to go out there and, 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 and break old habits and try new things over and over and over and over and over again. And, man, as to you leaving this place in 21 days, you know it's going to be harder than it is now. But even experiencing pain is it is a visceral experience that you remember and is meaningful as opposed to not experiencing nothing at all but comfort. And man, this is gonna be an amazing. It's gonna be amazing, man. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah, like I experienced that pain when my property manager left. That's yeah. a visual memory. And I also remember how I grew from that. Yeah. So I feel like in 21 days and I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay on that, man. Like as much as yeah. people around me and I, I automatically know what my mom's going to say and everything, as much as people are going to try to stop me from doing that, mm-hmm. I really need to just back myself and go and do it. Absolutely. Because if I don't, I'll never create experiences. I'll never create lasting memories, even if it's negative, like you said. Yeah. And you'll never create change unless you do it. You'll never create change. That's the big thing, man. You never create change. When your property manager left, she left you with pain. But what she also did was leave you with an epiphany bridge story for a time where you needed somebody and you felt like you couldn't do it on your own and they left and you could do it. Now that story can reach people who were in the position that you were in and break them through the false beliefs that you broke through. Like, but that doesn't happen unless you do it. So in this 21 days, man, this is probably going to be some of the, well, I don't knock on wood, I don't wish this, but it might be some of the worst days ever. But a lot of good will come out of it. And a lot yeah. of the best days ever will come out of it. I do believe that. Yeah. yeah. All right, man, I feel like we can wrap things up now. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. I felt like I was winding down 40 minutes ago, then we hit that wave, and I was like, oh. like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, same. I was ready to give up on that t- at that time as well, and then we just hit this, and I was like, oh, "Yeah, you know, <laughs> you, know? Uh, you know." Then we hit that wave about living. I'm like, "Oh, that's you know, <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, man." It's about 1 a.m. I'm about you know go inside and watch some TV, not some TV, watching on the laptop. Put a because I don't keep a TV. I'm not keeping a TV in any of my houses, but you know, watch it on the laptop and uh, enjoy the night. Enjoy the night, man. You deserve it. Thank you so much for giving this time to me and uh, expressing your opinions and emotions and all this, your knowledge with me. I really appreciate it, man. Again, thank you. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I appreciate your time. I appreciate your effort. I appreciate your mind and your thoughts as well, man. You've contributed and and helped out with so much different things, ideologies, mindsets, strategies, tactics, uh, more than I could even express, man. I really do appreciate that. I appreciate you coming on. Um, You know, I want to say to everybody, yo, if y'all want to learn something, man, if y'all stuck in a, in a place where you don't know how to put the first foot forward, you know, um, and we'll talk about Aspire to Change. Uh, we, we still got to cover that. We'll talk about that uh, next time. But go, go to the Behind Your, Behind Your Motive podcast. Join the Motives, man, because this is, where, this is where you'll learn 
a lot of the things that you need to kick it off. You know, if you don't, if you, if you having trouble, like wrapping your head around the idea of this is the transition guy, transitionary period, put it like this. This is the startup guy. How do you ignite the flame? But the mindset side of it, as well as the strategies and tactics. This is the startup guy, because this is somebody that's grinding every single day. You know what I'm saying? 21 days away from taking a leap of faith and going head first into his own startup and his own mission and changing the world that way. So y'all go and listen to Behind Your Motive Podcast. Um, and if you're on Behind Your Motive Podcast, hey, what's up? I appreciate y'all for listening as well. That's a long podcast. But uh, I, appreciate you. I appreciate you as well, man. I want to, I, I do want to say, man, you have a good night. And I, I want to say that from a place of like actually saying it and receiving it and like in the moment, man, you do have a good night. <laughs> Like a beautiful it's not night where you are, I guess. <laughs> Have a beautiful day, man. Like honestly, you too. go and go and smell the air and really experience it, man. Um but, no, thank you to you, Junie. Um, Dallas. I love calling you Junie because that's just my that's just my little name for you. Right. Um but all the listeners that are listening to me and I'll do a actual a exit conclusion proper conclusion uh yeah. go check out the grand design podcast guys because that's if you seriously want to create a mass movement around what you love and what you what your passion is he's the guy like i said earlier he's the relatable funnel guy you're, <laughs> i feel like that name is going to stick now you're the relatable yeah. funnel, funnel packer the funnel guy yeah he will, the funnel he will literally devote the same amount of time he's devoted with me to you mm. all you have to do is just message out and reach reach out to him because he genuinely cares he genuinely cares about every single person and like there's no one else out there like you man so i appreciate you so much i hope you guys listen to him as well and check out his podcast you'll really you'll never regret it and i appreciate it man and i i I did see the podcast outros and intros with the music and all that that's slick but all right man all right yash peace out man when's your birthday uh two months two Two months months. what is that july July 17. Man, not a bad day to have a birthday. You a Gemini? Cancer. Cancer? Oh, you dodged a bullet. All right. <laughs> Peace out. I'll talk to you later. Take it easy, man. You too, man. I appreciate it. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right, thank you. Wait, should I end the recording first? Yeah, let me end the recording. Yeah.